You are listening to Packers Now. Get the latest updates on the green gold because it's always Packers season at Packers Now. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Ben Krakowski, and today I want to talk through our offseason report card on the tight end position for the Packers. I want to check on our current roster, maybe some possible moves left in free agency, as there's one that sticks out to me, and some possible tight ends in the draft um, who I like, who I'd be willing to select in this draft, which aren't many. So our current roster of tight ends includes Jay Sternberger, Mercedes Lewis, and Robert Tanyan. Most of the NFL would look at uh, the Packers' current roster uh, of tight ends and say this this is one of the weakest tight end groups in the NFL. But I would argue that for the Packers, they feel much differently, and they like their tight end group more than some could ever imagine. First, let's look at Jay Sternberger. So uh, Sternberger led the FBS in touchdowns in 2018 in his, in his last year of college football, and that was drafted by the Packers. But sadly, he was out most of the first season. But once he was removed from the injured reserve, he came back right away and got playing time. I really like what Sternberger adds as a receiver to this team. To this team. Sternberger in no way is some phenomenal athlete, but he is a very good tight end, especially as a slot target, which is what he was told he would be used a lot come 2020 season by Matt LaFleur in his like post season, getting ready for next year interview type of thing. Uh, coming in as a rookie, I was worried about his ability to participate in the run game, but once he came back from the injured reserve. He played very well and held his own as a run blocker and was even versatile enough to come in and play H-back for the Packers. Uh, Sternberger has great hands. He's a big target who can make plays all over the field. Uh, I think we saw that in the preseason. He actually had quite a bit of playing time with Rodgers in the preseason when they sell a Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis in front of him. Uh, I think uh, I like what Sternberger brings as a number one tight end. This is a position that isn't utilized a ton in the Packers offense in the past. And I think uh, the Packers realizing that maybe their best targets are receivers, they'll make that work. Uh, This isn't a position I think we should invest in a ton of capital in or draft capital in or uh cap space in by signing guys. And I'm very happy uh, that Packers had a, had options to move forward with tight ends and they cut one on the roster to save space and they didn't go out and sign one who cost way too much money like uh austin hooper so uh i think if the packers um uh were going to upgrade at the position uh i think they would have been very disappointed like they have been for years and years with the signing of martellus bennett with the signing of jimmy graham signing of mercedes lewis All these guys who just really have not impressed and we paid a good chunk of money for. So uh, I hate this rookie class of tight ends. I think they're awful and are the worst position group in the entire draft class. As I look at this rookie class of tight ends, there are only two players who I draft maybe above Sternberger in this class. And we're going to talk about one of them later. But knowing that's the reality, I don't have high expectations for the Packers to go after tight ends in this draft. As I only mentioned a few who I even like. So just knowing... I think the Packers knew that maybe even going into last year's draft. They're like, Hey, we have a need at tight end. And as we look at next year's tight end class, it's, it's terrible. And what they did is they got one of these guys, a third round pick who would have been the top tight end maybe in this draft, I'd say, and would have been a second round pick this year, probably. So I really like what we have in Sternberger. I really like what Gutekunst did there, getting him last year before this terrible draft class of tight ends this season which is huge for the Packers, um, knowing how bad it is 
so next I want to talk about is Mercedes Lewis. So Lewis has been with the team for a few years now and he's getting up there in age, uh, being 36 years old at the start of the 2020 season. He signed a very minimal deal, 2.25 million, 1 million guaranteed. And he's a great locker room guy. He brings veteran leadership to this tight end group, to this offense, which doesn't have a ton of veteran leadership. And He's a stud run blocker, but he basically gives the Packers a threat as a sixth offensive lineman. He was the seventh highest graded run blocking tight end in 2019. Lewis even played 45.1% of snaps in 2019. They had a 71.0 overall grade according to PFF, which is really good overall. I like bringing in Lewis knowing how young our tight end group is and how dominant of a run blocker uh, being a true inline tight end that this team needs. Um, Jay Sternberger is not a true inline tight end. We're going to see Robert Tanyan is less of an inline tight end than even inline tight end than Sternberger even is. So I like that we have an inline tight end on the roster with the signing of Mar- re-signing of Mercedes Lewis. And then finally, Robert Tanyan, he signed a minimum 750000 deal for the 2020 season. He's a lighter and faster complement to these other tight ends on the roster. He's very effective in running up the seam, up the field for the Packers, and he's a legit threat in the passing game. He's a, he's a former receiver that switched to tight end because of his size. His athleticism is for real, though, and you can tell he's faster than most tight ends. His size at 6'5", 237 makes him difficult to cover for, for most safeties because he's too big, but for linebackers, he's really too fast. And this year, I saw how he grew as a run blocker, and you could tell that his strength continues to be built up in his transition from receiver to tight end in the NFL. If he hadn't dealt with a core muscle injury all season, I think he would have played a larger role in our passing attack this year. Uh, after the season was over, he had a surgery to get everything fixed, and he should be back to normal. But he couldn't even run without pain in 2019, and I think you saw that as his playing time decreased because he just couldn't run as fast and as quickly and change directions as fast because of a core muscle injury. And that makes perfect sense. So look for Tanyan being healthy to be a real threat to make an impact on our offense this next season as the number three tight end and the number two pass catching tight end on our offense currently. So uh, as I look though forward, as I look at options for the Packers, I look at free agents, free agency, there's a few names who stand out and are still available, but there's really only one of our own, uh, Sorry, uh, there's really only one who I'd like, who I'm willing to pay for. Um, and I think it would be a cheap, low-risk, high-reward option for the Packers, and that's Jordan Reed. So Jordan Reed is the former tight end from the Washington Redskins and has had a very interesting career. So at one point, Reed was considered one of the top tight ends in the league, but injuries have really extremely derailed his career. He, is, he played in just 19 games over the last three seasons because of his many injuries. And the biggest one was a concussion that actually ended up holding him out all of the 2019 season. He says he's ready, though, and wants to play in 2020 and says he's healthy. Reed, if healthy, I think could be a very cheap option who could bring some surprise production as well. In 2016, he had 85 targets, 66 catches, uh, 686 yards, and six touchdowns. He had an 83.6 grade, which is really good. 2017, he had 27 catches, 211 receiving yards, two touchdowns, just a 64.9 grade, but... That was the season he started being injured and missing a lot of time, so he didn't have the stats. And then 2018, he had 54 catches for over 550 yards, two touchdowns, and a 73.1 grade. And 2019, he didn't play. I think Reed uh, knows he can still be a good tight end, and he would only cost the Packers something like a one-year, $2 million deal. And I think that would be worth the risk, knowing that the Packers do like running two tight end sets a lot. 
giving the Packers insurance if anything were to happen to Sternberger or Lewis. And I think that's worth a risk for the Packers. I think uh, Reed has proven he can be a above average, a good tight end in the NFL if healthy. And he's healthy right now, and I think he might be worth a chance knowing how weak this draft class is. And so uh, as we look to the draft, this is, like I said before, the weakest group I've seen in a long time. There are no first-round prospects. And personally, I don't believe there are any second-round prospects. This is why I hope the Packers wouldn't reach on a prospect because of need. But we'll hopefully sit back and be patient and only grab a player. They're really as valuable as they are at that pick. There really, for me, though, is only one prospect I like in this draft, and that is Adam Troutman out of Dayton. So he stands at 6'5", 251 pounds. Uh, Because of his small school, he came on the radar uh, for the very first time for most people at the Senior Bowl. And he was impressive all week there. Uh, knowing how good the receivers looked at the Senior Bowl, I've talked about them a ton and how good they looked. Uh, Pro Football Network's Tony Pauline stated he looks better than the receivers. So that's an amazing statement, showing how good of a route runner he was down in Mobile. He he killed it. Like To be looking better than the receivers at 6'5 and 250 pounds, looking quicker, faster, better route runner, quicker breaks in and out, making plays, great hands. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, and that says a lot about who, uh, Adam Troutman is and the player he, in the pass catcher he can be in the NFL. Uh, he's a converted quarterback who caught 70 passes for 916 yards and 14 touchdowns as a senior. Not only is he a valuable vertical threat in passing game, but he's also a relentless blocker and he shows the versatility to be the inline tight end. The Packers currently really don't have on the roster except for aging Mercedes Lewis. Uh, and not only can he block, but he loves to block. He's he's 6'5", 250. He has the size to be able to do it, and he, and he can do it. And what really stuck out to me is Troutman continued to impress uh, at the combine because he had a 6'7", 8'3", cone and 4'2", short shuttle, just proving his incredible agility and ability to make quick movements to shake defenders uh, with his route running, giving him a lot of promise as a receiver in the NFL. And so I, I see Adam Troutman, and yes, I see he's from a small school, and it might take some time to develop a little bit, but he proved himself at the Senior Bowl. He proved himself at the Combine. He is both a pass-catching weapon and an inline blocking tight end, and I love it. And this is one of the only tight ends who I believe is worth selecting in this draft and could easily be, compete to be a starter on day one, day one for the Packers next season. And I think would be worth it to even possibly trade up for in the third round to go and get. So I like Troutman. Add, this is the only tight end I'd, I'd want to add in the draft in the third round, I think, is where his value comes in. It might be might have to trade up for him knowing how weak this tight end class is, but I think it would be worth it. Um, I think, uh, in conclusion, the Packers currently have three guys who I really like their potential to step in and be contributors for the Packers. But because of injuries, it's important to have a four solid tight ends, I think, on the roster. And I believe the Packers could add a guy like Jordan Reed to a very minimal contract who is a veteran who could add a lot to our offense. But preferably, I'd say go get a guy like Adam Troutman in the draft who has the potential to be a starting tight end in the league for a long time, being very balanced as a great run blocker and a pass catcher in the NFL. And the Packers would only need to use a third-round pick to secure a guy like Troutman, giving the Packers a 1-2 tight end combo for the next three seasons with Sternberger and Troutman, both third-round picks in their respective drafts. And I think Sternberger would be the slot, dynamic, uh, just outside, you know, on the hash type of receiver tight end some and can play in line if needed and in bunch sets and then 
uh, Troutman would be your guy who uh, can be that inline tight end. And you're running two tight end sets, which is hard for uh, current defenses to really cover with as good of athletes and pass catchers as both Troutman and Sternberger could be. And what it does is it kind of hides your weaknesses at uh, receiver as well with having two really good tight ends like that. So there you have it. That's what I think about this tight end position. Uh, thanks for listening, Packers Now. Um, keep listening, guys. I got a lot of content I'm giving to you right before the draft here because I know this is the time where people start listening and they get really excited because what's going to happen on Thursday night? What's going to happen this weekend in the NFL draft? And uh, this is the last off-season report card I have for me, for, for me, guys. Oh, no, I have one more running backs. But after that, uh, it's going to be uh, what's going to happen in the draft this Thursday. And we're going to dig into that deep. And so... Uh, give it a listen guys keep listening I hope you guys are doing well stay safe and remember to get the latest updates on the green and gold uh, listen here because it's always Packers season not Packers now thanks guys